You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Broncos Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, how's it going, man? It's it is, it is, it's going well. Uh, I am, I'm warm. Can I say yeah. that? I, I am definitely uh, warm, wouldn't want to be outside in this type of weather, but I'm good, brother. I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's snowing. I feel like this time last year, we did not get this much snow. It feels like it's already snowed, you know, three or four times in November, which is, um, I don't know. I guess I haven't lived here that long, but I don't remember it snowing this much last year in November. Uh, but uh, but but it's good. It's it's a little cold, uh, but uh, lots to talk about, Nick, with the Broncos. I know we covered a lot of bases yesterday, uh, you know, talking about the game and and all that went wrong in that and, and kind of the the culture and, and future of this team. And, and so we, let's start today, Nick. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett is still the coach of the Broncos uh, and he could be the bro- the coach of the Broncos, you know, for the rest of the season, maybe even past the season. Right. I know some people don't believe that, uh, that, that maybe they, they go in a different direction, but let's talk about Nick. If, if you were to have the ideal coach for the Broncos, what would that coach look like? I'm not asking you to n- start naming guys. Maybe you have somebody in mind. Uh, I'm not telling you not to name somebody, but well, what does that, what does that maybe that coach, look like for the Denver Broncos, the ideal coach um, in Denver? Well, first and foremost, uh, George, the ideal coach for the Denver Broncos is, is someone who has to come in here. Uh, and once again, we, we still don't know what the situation is, but we're just going to play this game from now. Someone that could really motivate his players. Now, I'm not saying that Nathaniel Hackett's uh, approach to uh, who he is as a person was a huge problem for the Broncos because if you sit down and you talk to Nathaniel Hackett, man, I mean, this is definitely a guy that you would want to sit down and break bread with because he's just that personable. But once again, it's about motivating players and lighting a, a, a torch, a blowtorch under their behinds to kind of get them going. So you want a coach that can come in and do that, but also a coach that has a, a great resume and he knows both offense and defense. Now, that's not saying that you have to go back and get an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator to be the head coach, but, but someone who knows in-game uh, strategy and they, they know how to clock management, all those types of things. And for me, it's always about having a coach that can coach his coaches. I'm not, I don't mean scream and yell at your coaches. Which we, see a, we see a lot of that happening, George, but someone who could come in and, and coach uh, their coaches. Now, uh, th- there are some names that have been floated out there. I'll toss them out to you. And you, you tell me uh, what, what you think. So he, here's a couple of guys that uh, are on this list. Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator with the Buffalo Bills. He's had that defense playing well all season. They lost Von Miller. I don't know for how long, but for the most part, he's had that defense playing well and has helped out Josh Allen. The next guy is a guy that was interviewed last year but didn't get the job, Dan Quinn. So we know what he's, his capabilities are. And I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall to see what he said in his meeting that didn't uh, force the Broncos to sign him the first time around. Next guy, young guy, you know, 
uh, but still has his team playing inspiring football. San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. I don't know what he's doing with that defense, but he's got those guys uh, playing lights out. They, they, and here's the great thing about what San Francisco is doing. They lose a couple of guys, and they plug and insert other guys, and they never uh, miss a beat. So those are three guys. If you notice, all three of those guys are all defensive coordinators. So I ask you, I mean, we typically see this happens in, in the NFL. If there's an OC the previous year and they don't do well, then that team goes out and say, well, you know what? Maybe we need to go get a defensive-minded coach. Is that what the Broncos should do in your opinion? Here's, here's my take, Nick. I don't think it matters if it's a defensive or offensive coordinator or defensive-offensive mind at head coach. I think they need to hire someone. And, again, we don't know if they're going to hire anybody. And, and to be fair – Maybe Nathaniel Hackett turns this thing, this thing around and he becomes the coach that we think they need to have. But for me, if if they're going through a coaching search, it needs to be somebody that has head coaching experience, Nick. Somebody that's done this before. Uh, and you mentioned Leslie Frazier and and uh, Dan Quinn. Both those guys have been head coaches before and they, they did a, a good job as head coaches. You know, Dan Quinn obviously went all the way to the Super Bowl uh, you know, famously, they blew the 28 to three lead to the Patriots. But, you know, he was a really good coach in Atlanta for a long time, won a lot of football games, uh, obviously has the Cowboys playing some of the best defensive football in the league. So you bring in a, a guy like Dan Quinn, right? You already have a lot of the defensive pieces. So you would think automatically, OK, the defense is still going to be good. Then it, then you're talking, Nick, who's he going to hire as his offensive coordinator? Who can he have come in, take over that offense? Uh, and have Russell Wilson playing good football. And I think Dan Quinn is the type of guy, too, that we saw in Atlanta. He got the most out of Matt Ryan, right? Matt Ryan's best years in Atlanta uh, were with Dan Quinn as the head coach. And, and I know he had you know several different guys in there as offensive coordinator. I believe wasn't Kyle Shanahan the offensive coordinator there for a little bit. So Absolutely. He's shown – Dan Quinn has shown to hire the right guys uh, to get the most out of his offense. So that's who I really like. You know, last year – you mentioned he interviewed for the job. Uh, you know, I, I think that he was definitely a, a finalist, right? I, I believe it was him, Kevin O'Connell, who's now the Vikings head coach and has done a great job there in Minnesota, and obviously Nathaniel Hackett. It was those three. And I think that, you know, uh, Peyton, George Peyton, ended up going with Hackett because he felt like, okay, last couple years, the last two times, they went with a defensive guy. It didn't work out. Uh, old school defensive kind of coach, which is kind of Dan Quinn. And, you know, we got to go in a different direction, think offense, try and score some points. They whiffed, right? Or at least it looks like they whiffed. So now I think you got to go back and say, okay, let's get somebody who has experience. I don't really, I don't really care, Nick, if they're offense or defensive, but somebody who's knowledgeable at, at the game has been around it for a while. And is a guy that, you know, Dan Quinn is, is a player's coach. But he's also a little bit of a hard-ass, Nick, from what I understand. So I think you need that sort of mix, right? You need somebody that is a guy that can can love you up like Nathaniel Hackett does, but also can be like, hey, man, we need more from you. And I don't know if, if, Hackett's, if Hackett's bringing that right now. Maybe he is now, but he definitely wasn't earlier in the season. Well, I've had the pleasure to be around uh, Dan Quinn uh, when he was with uh, the Seattle Seahawks as their defensive coordinator. This is when Gus Bradley went to Jacksonville. And you're right, you know, and that he has the ability to kind of relate to his players. And that's the biggest thing 
when we talk about coach, especially the college level, but more importantly, on the NFL level, can you relate to your players? And that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to hire a, a young coach because what we're seeing that some of the, the old school coaches, let's put it that way, have uh, been pushed out because, hey, you can't relate to the guys. You, you're the get off my lawn type of guy. It's like, no, you, if you, you have to be able to talk to them, not just about the X's and O's, but you have to show that you're concerned about their life. Now, this is where Nathaniel Hackett has definitely excelled as being a coach who cares about his players off the field. The only part is the ability to motivate his players to go out and play and during a tough time and then also scheme as well. Now, there's another guy who's on the Broncos roster who did interview once again for the head coaching job and just as of late was giving the play calling duties, and that's Clint Kubiak. Do you think in this scenario, we just continue to play this game, if the Broncos decided to move away from Nathaniel Hackett and one of these other coaches that I name or some other coach comes in, do you think the Broncos keep Clint Kubiak on as the offensive coordinator? Because here's a guy who would have gone, well, if you, if you keep him on, retain them, he's going into his second year working side by side with Russell Wilson, knowing exactly what his quarterback really needs. Yeah, it's a good question, Nick. Uh, it would be an easy transition, right, in terms of keeping a guy that, that's obviously going to call, you know, the plays for the final, you know, however many games now. Um, and, and he's a guy that, you, like you said, knows Russell. I don't know how familiar – it would depend on who they hire, right? Like, I, yeah. if they, let's say they hire Dan Quinn. Like, how familiar is Dan Quinn with Clint Kubiak? I have no idea. Well, wait a minute. I mean, we, we just agree, though. When Matt Ryan had his best season and Dan Quinn went to the Super Bowl – who was his OC? Kyle Shanahan. I'm not saying that Clint Kubiak is Kyle Shanahan, but think about the system that they ran during that time. And I, listen, we only have a small sample size of Clint Kubiak's work, so we don't really know if uh, he's really getting all of his input and in running the system that he wants to run. So if Dan Quinn, let's just say for the sake of argument, he is named the new Broncos head coach next year, I think it would be smart for him to retain uh, Clint Kubiak as the OC because of what took place with the Falcons a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a, it's a good idea. I just don't know. I just don't know, uh, you know, what they would want to do there. And, and again, maybe Dan Quinn already knows who he wants. Nick, here's my question though, about this whole, this whole thing. Do you think that this job is maybe less attractive than maybe what it was a year ago because of the way, the Broncos have been playing the way Russell Wilson has been playing. That's my only concern is, you know, can you convince, I, I, I mean, I know you can get somebody here, obviously, but there might be more attractive jobs out there this off season. I mean, if the chargers uh, move on from Brandon Staley, you know, that would be a really attractive job, young quarterback, things like that. Um, you know, there, there's a couple others out there that have been mentioned. I don't know, but do, do you worry about this job maybe being less attractive? No, I, I don't. I know that's kind of the, the idea the Broncos have uh, underperformed for the past couple of years. In addition to Russell Wilson, everyone, you know, had high expectations, but they haven't lived up to those expectations. But no. And here's why. I mean, you look at the, the Broncos, they got they have new ownership, right? They have ownership with deep pockets who want to really change this organization back to what it was under Mr. B was bring back that standard. So this still is a very popular job in the NFL. We're not talking about Cleveland, okay? Let's be totally honest. We're not talking about T Cleveland. This team has a, a reputation. 
they played in playoff games. They had, they've had Super Bowl appearances. And then you know that, hey, you do have your franchise quarterback and Russell Wilson. Is everything on him? No, maybe not so much. Uh, is there some fault of, of Russell? Sure. But you bring in the right signal caller, the right system. Now you can start to change some things as well. And then you look at the roster. It is a young roster. We don't, we're not talking about this roster, George, being an aging roster. So you figure as though you get the right coach, the right coach and staff, the right system. They come in here. They can quickly turn around this organization because they don't have to go out and find a quarterback. It is the fact is it's just the idea of looking at your offensive line, trying to plug those gaps, bring in some veteran leadership. And then you, you never know what happens in 2023. So regardless of what people think that this, this is a job that no one wants. That is, this is still a job that you want because guess what? It's the Denver freaking Broncos. Come on. I, I, I understand that Nick, but I think there's a lot of people concerned that, uh, you know, Russell Wilson is under contract for as long as he is, and he's obviously not playing up to expectations. So, I, I mean, look, I think he'll eventually bounce back, but I think in the back of your head, you still got to have a little bit of that concern to say, well, you know, do I want a job where I'm tied to Russell Wilson for that long? I don't know. Uh, I would still say that obviously it's better than jobs like the Texans, right? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in, unless you unless you want a rookie quarterback, because that's probably what they'll have next year, right? But so I don't know. It, it's tough to say. One thing I want to ask you, though, Nick, before before we take a break, do you think they can get Sean Payton? Do you think Sean Payton could be the next Broncos head coach? Absolutely. And once again, it boils down to if Sean Payton wants the job, because here's the biggest thing, right? Every single year in the draft, we have quarterback talk and everyone is talking about you drafting young quarterbacks. Look at what Robert Sala is going through uh, with the Jets, right? They, they, Zach Wilson was their guy. You know, they're not going to turn. They're not going to trade out of position. He's their guy, but they benched him last week, right? So when you look at what jobs you want to take over, you look at the money situation. You look at contracts, right? Then you look at the most important thing, who's your quarterback? You don't want to take over a team that has a young, inexperienced quarterback. And I know Russell hasn't looked like himself, but we can break down as to why he hasn't looked like himself. And Coach Sean Payton is used to dealing with quarterbacks like this. Now, Russell's not a big 6'4", 230 quarterback. I mean, when you look at Russell, I look at a guy like Drew Brees. And Drew Brees wasn't really mobile, but he had an arm. So Russell has an arm, but it's just play design and protection up front that hasn't really accentuated his skill set. So a guy like Sean Payton will come in here and definitely change things if that's the direction that the Broncos want to go in. Well, and that would be a home run hire. Uh, I mean, if they got somebody like Sean Payton, who's, you know, considered one of the greatest coaches in recent history uh, and what he was able to do with the Saints, I think it would be an amazing hire. Uh, obviously very well connected across the league. He could probably get whoever he wants, uh, you know, to come, you know, call plays offensive and defensively. So he would be, he would be a really good hire. Who knows? I mean, he's doing TV now, I believe. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he, if he wants to, to leave that job. And again, there's going to be other jobs open. Um, and you know, he, I would assume someone like him would have the pick, uh, you know, he, he'd be able to pick wherever he wants to go. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but for now, Nick, Nathaniel Hackett's still the head coach, uh, at least for now, we'll see. Uh, I, I could still see him coming back next year. Who knows? Um, I have no idea what this ownership group's going to do, but Nick, we got to take a break. And then let's dive into to some more stuff about this team uh, and the direction they're headed with six weeks left. <laughs> 